Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, my name is Deb Weekly. I'm so happy to be here with you on Mom Tips Friday. And today is a special episode for homeschoolers because today is the first week of January and I'm telling you, something happens to a homeschooling mom. Usually it starts around January 2nd and it peaks the 3rd and the 4th and then it kind of goes down a little bit the next couple of days. But what happens is you start to feel overwhelmed. You start to feel like you're not doing a good job. You feel like you haven't been consistent because you haven't had school since the first part of December. And you're feeling the pressure to get back on track. And you're feeling like your children might be behind. And you've had a lot of discipline problems, perhaps, because everyone hasn't been on a schedule. And so I just want you to know that if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling, um, yeah, overwhelmed and stressed, just know that it's very normal. And I was thinking about you today because I was just remembering my time when I would feel like that. And so many of our team members down through the years have homeschooled as well. And I know in their life, uh, they have felt the pressure, usually starting around January 2nd and 3rd and 4th. And uh, it just, it's very stressful. So I just want to get on here to talk to you about that today, to give you some practical ideas, to give you some encouragement, to know that you're doing a great job. And you know, what you're doing is, is hard because you're with your children all the time. You're, you carry the pressure of their education. You, you carry, um, for me personally, my son wasn't reading when he was younger. And so I carried that pressure that I wasn't a good teacher. And the enemy, of course, knows how to get into your mind and mess with you and make you think that you're not doing a good job. And so I just want to encourage you today to just stop and relax and remember that homeschooling is a marathon and it's not a sprint. And Marathon runners train a whole lot different than sprinters do. Sprinters, everything is fast, fast, fast. But marathon runners train for endurance and, of course, speed. But if a marathon runner was to start the race really fast and sprinting as fast as they could, then they wouldn't be able to keep going. And so looking at your homeschooling as a marathon and you're going to train differently because you're running a marathon than if you were running a sprint, it really does help. And so I'm going to talk to you just, just a little bit today about things that you can do to help if you've been feeling stressed and feeling pressure because you've had off so much time with Christmas or kids are driving you crazy, or maybe you feel like they're behind. But let me open us up in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, I thank you for children whether my dear friend, whether she homeschools or if she has her kids in public school or in private school or if they're just preschoolers and they're not even in school and she's just listening today to um, to hear a little bit about homeschooling. Lord, I pray that you would meet my dear one wherever she is, that she would hear your voice today, 
that she would feel the peace that passes understanding, that she would know that she is never alone and that you're always with her. And Lord, we ask for you to come into this time and I just pray that you would really encourage my dear friend to to know that she's doing a great job and that you're going to help her homeschool her children. You're going to help her get back on track. You're going to help her to educate these children. You know that she perhaps wants her children to go to college and maybe they don't have an extra hundreds of thousands of dollars lying around. And Lord, you know that they're going to need scholarships. They're going to need help. They're going to need money. Lord, you know everything. And so if she's thinking about college or if she's got preschoolers or if she just had a baby and she doesn't know how she's going to homeschool now that she had a baby, Lord, whatever her situation is, let her know that she can do all things through Christ who strengthens her. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to just start off by saying something. I want to read the scripture to you that I really love. And it talks about It's Proverbs 14, verse 4, and I always thought it was a really funny scripture because it made me think of my children. But it says, Where there are no oxen, the manger is empty, but from the strength of an ox come abundant harvest. That's Proverbs 14, 4. And let me read the New Living Translation. Without oxen, a stable stays clean, but you need a strong ox for a large harvest. And so with our children, we could look at that scripture and say, you know, without children in the home, your house would be cleaner. You know, if your kids were gone all day, your house would be cleaner, of course. But, you know, the positive side of, of homeschooling your children is you get to be with them all day and you get to to see them grow. You get to watch them learn to read or you get to watch it whenever they get excited about something. And I mean, a lot of times they do have bad attitudes or they don't want to do their work, but you also have the opportunity to train them in self-government. You have the opportunity to train them to love their siblings. You have, because you have the extra time. And so you have the opportunity to train them with discipline issues, you know, in a good way. We didn't focus on it, but our children knew what was expected of them. They, they knew that they had a schedule and we got our work done and, it wasn't always perfect. And uh, there were seasons that uh, I remember when we first started um, thinking about homeschooling and I had a baby and I, I just, I heard this one speaker one time said, the baby is the lesson. The baby is the lesson. And so if you have a baby and you just had a baby, maybe you had a baby over Christmas and you've had a week off or two weeks off with the baby and without homeschooling and you're thinking, oh man, how am I going to get my school done with my new baby? Well, the baby's the lesson because you have your children all day for eight hours and your older children need to learn that people are important, that God values people. God values children. You know, your children need to learn the value of caring for children and the least of these and playing with their sibling, their baby, um, talking to them, you know, watching them so you could read to one of your other children or whatever you're doing. Um, and so ask the Lord to show you how to to look at your circumstances as an opportunity to train your children to be amazing human beings and to to have this time with them is is really a blessing and a gift because you're training them in things that that you have time to do because they're at home with you. So I want to just say a couple of things to you. So 
when you're getting back to school, and it, and if you're like so many of my friends, they're just feeling overwhelmed. And so what I said earlier, remember homeschooling is a marathon and not a sprint. And you took off the month of December or, or part of it, or maybe you didn't even do school since Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving, which I can totally understand that. And I just want to reassure you that you did the right thing because your family is so important. And taking that time off from school to go visit out-of-state family, that's what we did, or taking that time off school to do Christmas school or or to you know, do different things with your children to talk about Jesus. To, we, di- we didn't really do any school with our children until, until they had to when they were taking high school programs and the, we did some, you know, chemistry, biology, things like that, that they kept up with in December. But it was very minimal school in December because there were so many other opportunities. You know, we, we served people. We, we brought coats to the homeless. We, um, you know, they, we talked a lot about Jesus during Christmas and it's just a special time. So I just want to just en- encourage you to, to know you, you're doing a great job because you did take off in December and you, you did rest with your family and you did celebrate Christmas with them and you did take the time to go see people or do different kind of school. So way to go, mom. So don't be feeling like you're behind. You just did something different. You did a different lesson that your children would benefit from. We used to read books all through December. So like the Charles Dickens book that I've talked about so many times here at Help Club, it's called The Life of Our Lord. And it's Charles Dickens wrote this beautiful book about Jesus. Because back then they only had the King James Version of the Bible. And so he wanted to write a story about Jesus for his own children. And so it's beautiful. And I would read that to my children every year. And we would talk about Charles Dickens and his love for Jesus. And he wouldn't permit the book to be sold while any of his, while he was alive or any of his children were alive because he, I believe that when he wrote it, he wanted it to be something pure that he wrote for his family and for the Lord. And he didn't want to think about editing and probably and people you know, reading it and thinking it wasn't his best work. And so I just think that's really special. So we would read those types of books and we would read things like Jotham's Journey, which is a beautiful book about the Christmas stories for Advent, but we would read that. And, you know, we did Christmas school and we did fun things and we went out and did things in our community and lessons and events and ballets and we'd go watch ballets and do all kinds of things. And I just want you to know that those things are just as important as sitting down putting your nose to the grindstone, doing work. So way to go, mama. Way to take time off and do something different and live real life and teach your children something else. So and give them different experiences. So way to go. I want to encourage you through the word. I love Matthew 6, verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I think that we could be worried about tomorrow and, you know, are, are our kids going to do well in college or are they going to be able to go to college or will they be able to do well in the SAT? And what if I don't do well now? Or what if I'm not keeping good enough records or whatever, all the worries about tomorrow? You know, the word is very clear that we are supposed to live for today. And we do think about tomorrow because the Lord 
guides us into all truth, right? Part of the Holy Spirit's job with us is to guide us into all truth and to show us the things that are to come. And ask Him every day to guide you into all truth and show you the things that are to come for your children so that you know what you need to be teaching them. Because the Holy Spirit knows their future. He knows if they're going to go to college. He knows what they'll be doing. And so ask Him to bring things into your homeschool. I used to always pray this prayer. Lord, give us the right books, books on tape, lessons, classes, tutors, experiences, and give us the time and the money to do them. And the Lord put those things together for us, and it was beautiful. And He knew what my children needed to be the adults that they are today, and they love Jesus. And it's just so beautiful to see how the Lord designed our homeschool. So I would just invite you to to think about that God says, don't worry about tomorrow. And then also Matthew 6. I love this scripture. Matthew 6. Oh, let me look. Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had it written down, but I don't think I wrote down the right one. It's the Lord's Prayer. I think it's Matthew 9. Uh, let me look it up in my Bible real quick. And I mean, I have it memorized, but I want you guys to have the verse reference. And I'll start uh, saying it really quick so you don't have to wait. But uh, let me see here. Matthew 9. I thought it was Matthew 9. Anyway, I can just say it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And it's Matthew 6, 9 through 13. And the one I want to highlight there for you is, number one, give us this day our daily bread. And this is a really good thing to think about when you're homeschooling your children, because just like I said, don't worry about tomorrow. If you're thinking about give us this day our daily bread, it's it's really beautiful when you think about it like this. I had it explained to me before like this. If you think about, tom- you, you don't want to think about tomorrow's bread because that hasn't been baked yet or yesterday's bread because it's moldy. It's today's bread. Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. And so even saying the Lord's Prayer in the morning, Lord, give me today my daily bread. You know, help me to do what you're calling me to do. And and when you're thinking about all the things that need to be done, instead of thinking about them and fretting over them and worrying about them, just do the next right thing. Commit the, your day to the Lord and say, Lord, what do I need to do next? Just bring me my my list, my six most importance list. I used to make one of those six most importance list. And God, guide my steps today. Help me to do the next best thing. And instead of living in tomorrow, right? It's tomorrow's bread. It hasn't been baked yet. Or regretting yesterday, right? That's moldy bread. You're living in today and allowing the Lord to guide and direct your steps in your homeschool. And so what you do that brings peace when you're living for today, it brings peace. So let go of yesterday if you're worried about not getting all your things done. And if you feel like you're behind, 
let go of tomorrow's worries because you're worried about the future and if you're doing a good job or if you're going to mess up your kids and just take your daily bread from the Lord. The next thing I want to say is pray about your schedule and ask the Lord for wisdom because if you're feeling overwhelmed thinking about your schedule starting back up, you might be too busy. If you don't have time for meals as a family, if, you, if you're if you always saying, hurry up, hurry up, get in the car, get in the car, or you're eating fast food all the time in the car, then it could be a sign that you are too busy. And so ask the Lord, lay out your schedule before the Lord and ask him, Lord, can you tell me uh, anything I need to take out of my schedule or anything I need to add in for this next year? And and lower your expectations for your for yourself and for your children. Yes, we are excellent. We are excellent, excellent. But you might not get every single thing done that you want to get done in your day. And that is okay. You might not finish that math textbook. I was so thankful that whenever I went to homeschooling conferences, they said, don't worry if you don't finish a math textbook or an English textbook, which I didn't do any English textbooks. I just did grammar and writing and things. But Don't worry about a math textbook because the first, I think they said the first 30 or 40 lessons in the first year are all review from last year in the school. And so you don't need to worry about it. And so I never finished a math book until we got a math tutor when our kids were in high school. And so just to take a little pressure off yourself that if you don't finish every single lesson in your math book, it's okay. It's okay. And for us personally, we started school earlier in the year, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but we we would start like the first week of August or even the last week of July before because I got burnout around April usually. And so I would start slowing way down and I stopped school in April and then we would have some time and you know, we'd still do a little reading. We always read out loud at bedtime and I always counted our reading out loud at bedtime. And so that was helpful. And all summer we would read something and it was, the kids loved it. And I was always reading to them devotions and stuff, even when we weren't doing formal school, but, you know, lower your expectations and also plan to stay home more plan to have that time to do school because if you're always running and doing lessons or co-ops and stuff and you don't get your home your homeschool time in then you're not homeschooling right you're not at home i mean we did car school we were at the library we did all kinds of things because i'm very extroverted but i also planned two or three days a week where i didn't go anywhere so that or, or at least i didn't go anywhere until 2 or 3 in the afternoon because I just wanted my kids to have that time in the morning. I didn't want them rushing through their morning or through their day. And so we would um, we, we would stay home and we would have that time to be leisurely and sit around and read and enjoy ourselves. So that's what we did. So slow down and don't let yourself get overwhelmed. And just know that you're going to get it done, especially, I mean, you have to. Now, there, this is a thing. You have to partner with God in your homeschool or you won't have the same the same results whenever you finish homeschooling. You won't have the same results if you don't partner with God. But if you partner with God, he's going to tell you what to do every day when you ask for his wisdom and you ask for his power, the Holy Spirit's power. 
He's going to tell you what to do, and he's going to give you the strength and the discipline to get it done. Pray for your children each morning that God would open their minds to learn, connect their neural pathways, that God would help you to be patient with them, and that God, pray over your children every day, that God will help them to enjoy school and love each other deeply, and that God will help you to use the pockets of time well during the day and not to have distractions and and to not be upset if things don't go exactly as planned and It's so good to pray for your homeschool day. And then the last thing I want to say is to carve out some time in the afternoon to rest. In our home, when our children stopped taking naps, we would do quiet time. So I could lay down. And my daughter, it was so funny. She said said to me, because she has three little kids, and she said to me, Mom, I know why you had quiet time. And I said, oh, yeah? And she said, yeah. She said, because you wanted to sleep. <laughs> so anyway, she's right. And I needed that rest break. Where Because when you're homeschooling and you have all your little chattering squirrels around you and they're all talking, 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 asking questions and fussing with each other and you're just trying to read and or you're trying to do math or whatever you're trying to do and you know, trying to nurse the baby, you just need some time to shut off your brain. And so laying down for 20 minutes and let your children have feet off the floor time. And if they're little and they're not used to quiet time, I mean, if you're going to start a quiet time routine, it'll take a little time to do it, but it's worth it. And when they're little, you know, if they're not used to quiet time, they can maybe only probably do 20 minutes. But if, if they get older, you could work up to an hour. And we had an hour quiet time every day, most days. And our children loved it because I would let my son have quiet Legos or meaning quiet Legos, meaning he didn't have buckets and buckets full. He would just have some in his room and he would listen to adventures and odyssey and he would work with Legos or do some other type of hands-on thing. And our daughter would read, read, read. And she told me, she said, mom, so much of my homeschool time in, in quiet time was some of my best education because she got to pick whatever she wanted to read and she loved, she, she, she was my little overachiever. And so she would read Charles Dickens and she loved great expectations. And she also loved, um, oh, she had so many books. She loved, you know, adventure books. And my son loved Hank the cow dog. And so we'd get him Hank the cow dog, um, you know, on, CD back then. So anyway, just something to think about. I want to pray for you again. I just want you to know that you are on my heart today. You're doing a great job. And remember, as a Christ follower, you are homeschooling by faith. You're doing it by faith, which means you have to go back to God every day and ask Him for wisdom and help. And He will help you. And ask Him to send His ministering angels into your home to minister to your children and to you and to help and that his presence and his spirit would be there to help you get it done in the power of the Holy Spirit with joy and that the joy of the Lord would be your strength and that he would keep the enemy out. And so, Lord, I pray for my dear one listening today that she will have learned something today that she'll remember for the rest of her life and that you will bless her and encourage her and help her to sense your presence and your love and to remember that homeschooling is a marathon and it's not a sprint. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, dear one. Thanks for listening. Share it with a friend who's homeschooling. She might uh, she might need some encouragement today too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hello, dear one. This is Deb Weekly. I'm so happy to invite you to join us over at MyHelpClubForMoms.com for our brand new mothering kits called the Supernatural Mom. 
Do you desire to live life as a strong and confident and joyful mom who makes good decisions? Do you want to create the Christ-centered home that you've always wanted? Well, over at MyHelpClubForMoms.com, in the new Mother and Kids, we are going to be learning how to live life in the power of the Holy Spirit. Mama, as a Christ follower, you have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you. You have the helper inside of you who will help you to live life on this earth and raise up your children to love and know Jesus, even in our broken world. So come on over to MyHelpClubForMoms.com and join us. You'll get a brand new mothering kit every month. We hope to see you there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us. Bye-bye. We love you.